Welcome to Tent Talk, the podcast with Nancy McCrady, where we talk about life under the big tent of God's presence and the provoking process of discipleship. Here we go. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Tent Talk. This is Nancy McCrady. I'm ringing the bell for real-time engagement with the Father over the next 30 days. In this month of September, What are you doing to step forward into the assignment that God is preparing you for? Do not let bitternesses of the past keep you tied to those things in a box where you feel like you have no options. My friends, God has put His life within you, and He has put the power to make proper decisions in your control. So let's step forward. I'm ringing the bell for real-time engagement with the Father in the month of September. Love you all. Take a listen, share with others, subscribe to Tent Talk, and let's get the message out, because now is the time, my friends. All right, here we go. Ring the bell of real-time engagement with the Father, not just here in the month of September, but we're using it as a focal point, right? You know, I've never actually given physical birth to children, but I understand in the um, a method that is used in childbirth, uh, I think they called it Lamaze, is that you find a focal point and then you breathe and you breathe and you breathe as you're giving birth and that there's a whole way of coming through that uh, unbelievable transition uh, of giving birth. And, and so this pops into my mind, as strange as it may seem, it pops into my mind right? It's like finding a focal point. All right. I'm finding this focal point, Father, of real-time engagement with you in this month of September. And I'm, I'm focusing in, Father, on you. And I'm breathing. I'm breathing as you bring me through deep transitions. My friends, you are going from where you have been with God into a whole new place. And I've said this so many times, but as those who know me, know me well, I'm going to repeat myself, is it is more likely that you are not at square one, my friends, uh, but you're at square one of a whole new level. And as one who has gone through many seasons with God, I want to strongly encourage you as we enter into this episode today, short as it may be, that you realize that Some days you can handle more than others, and God is the one who really uh, is the best at determining that. Some days we we can take a long walk with God, and He can share many things with us. And then there are days that literally one word from Him, and I've buried my chest, my head in His chest, and I think I, I I could only take about five steps. But if that was my portion for that day, then there's no condemnation. Some days you can take a long walk. Some days it's a short few steps. But it is moving with him. It is walking with him. And what fights that, right, that learning of deep dependency upon him uh, is our own self-reliance. So today, I'm going to read like this one paragraph at the very close of chapter 2 in my book. And it says, The thick thread of self-reliance snapped 
and lost its grip on me. The enemy I had tolerated at my own peril was toppled as I relinquished my right to myself. I came out from underneath my own care and came into God's care for me. I was experiencing the power of the cross. Trauma was giving way to trust. Now, my friends, in that one paragraph is it's quite a bit. And that's what I mean by some days you take just a few steps with God and it, it begins to change everything. And I'm not talking about, you know, angels singing and birds bringing you food and supernatural events like that. I'm talking about a lifetime of trying to handle everything on my own began to snap and break. And though learning to lean into God, into my Father and into Jesus and Holy Spirit, it is truly the most amazing, glorious thing ever. It is also simultaneously one of the most terrifying. Now that terrifying feeling doesn't last for long. But it does happen is because I don't really know how to trust him and and can I trust him. But yes, yes, my friends, you can. And when self-reliance at a whole new level is snapping, because what he may be revealing to you now in this season and in this time requires again for you to come out from underneath your own care. This is a huge part of what the book is provoking us to, is to realize that we suffer under our own care. Others may have done things to us, and we may have experienced difficulties and traumas and pain, but what keeps them going on and on or being buried just to jump out and scare us on another day, is the automatic reflex of us then trying to take care of it ourselves. See, it's not the automatic reflex of man to come to God. It's the automatic reflex of man to go to himself or to find others. When God begins to draw you, when God begins to deal with you at new levels... It is something cataclysmic and catastrophic in the most powerful way to actually find yourself finally turning to him at new levels. I don't take this lightly. I am not taking the words that I'm reading to you and the words that I'm speaking to you. I don't take them lightly because I know because I'm hearing reports is that there are some of you who it's awakening you to things in your life that you may not have realized And you're asking, what do I do? And for me, uh, that is uh, a tremendous uh, responsibility to know that the things that I'm sharing, the things that I'm saying, the things I'm encouraging uh, you to do um, are, you know, strong and powerful things. And of course, in all of it, I'm encouraging you to do the same thing I did, which was to turn to him. And in doing so, I know that that can bring about um, some anxiety 
what will happen? What will it look like? What will it require? What will I have to go through? What pain will I have to maybe feel again? Ooh, the anticipation of pain. I did a podcast on that many months ago because sometimes just the sheer anticipation of pain and the unknown keeps us uh, where we are. And we just decide, I just can't. I can't face it. I can't look at it. I can't think about it. And I understand that. Um, And so I don't take lightly the encouragement I'm about to give you, which is to step into it anyway. Because when you come out from underneath your own care, your own self-reliance, that may have gotten you kudos in the past. It may have gotten you applause and that way to go and you're so strong and you're so awesome. And you lived off of those words of affirmation. Um, I would suggest that it's possible right now that you're saying, look, (laughs) I don't want to be strong anymore. I don't want to (laughs) be the strong one in every situation. I don't want to take care of me anymore. And so the applause and the affirmations, they grow dim. There's an old hymn that says the things of earth grow strangely dim in the light of him. When you start to turn towards him and you hear him and you sense him and you realize, I don't want to be the strong one. I want to let you, God, I want to allow you to be the strong one to me. And he will be. Now, it might not look like what you thought. It might not feel like what you think. Because I'm not one of those that's going to promise you, you know, roses and fireworks and, you know, unicorns and rainbows. (laughs) What I'm telling you is that when you really turn to him and he begins to tend to you, it can be quite intense. And it is intensely wonderful. But wonderful Uh, as only God can be, because it is the most real, the most certain, the strongest, stoutest relief you will ever know. And I'm reminded now of Isaiah 55 in the Amplified Classic in the opening verses. I believe it's verses 1 through 3. And it says, Come, all you who are thirsty. Come, listen. And come and drink, and you will know him. Hold on just a minute. In real time, I'm about to look this up because God is bringing this to my remembrance. These are scriptures that I have known over the years, and yet in this moment, as it's coming to me, I am wanting to make sure that I give it to you really strongly and accurately. Isaiah 55, verse 1. Wait and listen, everyone who is thirsty. Come to the waters, and he who has no money, come, buy, and eat. Yes, come, buy priceless spiritual wine and milk without money and without price simply for the self-surrender that accepts the blessing. Verse 2, Why do you spend your money for that which is not bread and your earnings for what does not satisfy? 
Hearken diligently to me and eat what is good and let your soul delight itself in fatness, in the profuseness of spiritual joy. Incline your ear, submit and consent to the divine will and come to me. Hear and your soul will revive and I will make an everlasting covenant or league with you even the sure mercy, kindness, goodwill and compassion promised to David. My friends, when it says, wait and listen, everyone who is thirsty, I first have to say, are you thirsty today? I know I was and I am. I'm thirsty for that strong one. I'm thirsty for that which will actually bring life to me experientially. So it says, wait and listen and come to the waters. You see, sometimes you have to wait and listen and realize the waters of life are inside of you because he's put his own self inside of you. You don't have to run around out here looking for some guru, looking for some person, looking for, uh, you know, magical fountains. If you're born again, my friends, he's in you. If you're not yet born again, I promise you he is near you. And it is he that's wooing you to himself, maybe through my voice, maybe through this podcast, maybe through a myriad of things that are, that are causing you to realize he is seeking me out. And I'm saying to you, respond to him. And see, what it says is that there is a price, if you will, for this priceless spiritual drink of life. And it means that what is the price? It's the giving up on all other fountains that I'm drinking at. All those places where I run and I try so hard to get what I need. So he says, here's the price for the priceless. Is give up on everything else and come to me. You see, it says the self-surrender. It's when I give up on self When I yield then, me, myself, to him. So I want to encourage you today that if self-reliance is snapping in you as it has in me so many times, it is give up on all of the other fountains that you're drinking from. Some of you are always on an elusive hunt for the next fountain, the next fad in Christianity, the next promise. I just want to promise you him. And I know that I must be cautious uh, only because when you encourage people to do things, you want to be cautious that you're not reckless with that or irresponsible. But my confidence is in him that he is speaking to you, that you've been drawn to this episode um, and that it's he that's leading you. So my confidence is ultimately in him. And because I, I have a great respect for the people of God, that I believe, though you may feel fragile, uh, you are not. You are the new man. And you have the full capacity of making a decision of releasing a whisper or a shout that says, Father, tend to me. 
And I believe then that the two of you can deepen your walk or begin your walk wherever you may be at. So I won't hold back for fear that someone will misunderstand or, um, you know, I just, I, I will step forward and believe that he is tending to you even now as I speak and as you listen. Because as one who not only encourages others to do it, but has done it so many times myself, I have never turned to him hearing the snap of self-reliance and its grip literally coming off of me and stepping towards him and not been tended to in ways I didn't even know existed until I went with him. I then encourage you to do the same. So Isaiah 55, my friends, verses 1 through 3 in the Amplified Classic. Listen for the sound of living waters that he says are right inside of you. It's him. He's the fountain of living waters. Drink deep of him by the very faith that he has given you. Turn to him. Whatever trauma, whatever awareness may be rising in your life, turn to him. And remember, you're not at square one. You're at square one of a whole new level. And you're about to go places with him you've never been, but I bet you've dreamed of them. I bet he has caused you to dream of life with him at a whole new level. So gather up your courage, my friends, and prepare for the ride of your life to live in deep oneness with him. You were made for it, and you will make it through it. You will. And I say that because of my faith and confidence in him. So, Father, now I ask you to pitch the tent of your presence over each one, listening, choosing, walking, and risking, Father, what it means to go forward with you in these days. I trust you to speak to them in the most specific ways, because nobody knows them like you do. I thank you, Holy Spirit, that you are present to guard and to protect, that you will be there to pour the love of God into their spirit again and again and again. And I thank you that love, according to Galatians 5, 6, will energize and activate their faith in you and will bring them to full maturity, according to Ephesians 4, 15. Enfold them in your love today and guard and protect them as they step forward in courage and faith. And the snap of self-reliance can be heard The grip of it is absolutely being loosened now. And they are coming to you. And they will know you. And they will step forward in this hour of history. And they will be to you and to their generation who they were always meant to be. Trauma will not have the last word. You are the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. And no matter how messy the middle may look at times, Father, I thank you that you are literally leading them and taking good care of them as they let you. So I commit them into your hands, Father. I trust you with their lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Until next time, my friends. For more information on Nancy, please visit nancymccrady.com 
or follow her on social media at nbmccrady. 